Enjoy fun adventures as you sail away together and experience the extraordinary marriage you desire. Join us in April 2025 for the Six Pillars at Sea Marriage Getaway. Yes, we are taking Six Pillars cruising and we want you to join us. Get all the details at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash getaway. Use promo code SHIPSAHOY to get $500 off your registration today. We'll see you there. From San Diego, California, this is the One Extraordinary Marriage Show. We're being busy is overdone. Romancing is fun, and scheduling sex has taken the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call at 858-876-5663. That's 858-876-5663. In today's show, we talk about the importance of a regular maintenance in your marriage. An American founding father, Benjamin Franklin, had this to say about education and investing. He said, an investment in knowledge pays the best interest. We're going to be talking about that Mm -hmm. investment uh, in regular maintenance in your marriage and the way that that pays off. But before we do, we start every One Extraordinary Marriage show with a hug. And this week's hug is brought to you by the Sex Without Sheets Online Marriage Conference. On June 6, 2015, Sex Without Sheets is hosting an online conference in which some of the nation's top marriage and sex experts will be gathering to help you and your spouse have a healthier and more fulfilling sex life. And yes, Tony and I are keynote speakers. During the conference, you're going to be provided with proven tips for helping you communicate your sexual needs to your spouse, the must-do steps for reigniting your romance, the guaranteed method to ensure you're having enough sex, and so much more. Now, if you're like us, you've been to retreats like this, and with all the costs, it can easily run anywhere from $500 to $1,000, if not more, once you factor in mm-hmm. plane tickets, hotel, food, babysitter, and taking that time off from work. Well, because Sex Without Sheets is fully online, you can get the entire marriage conference experience without ever leaving the comfort of your bed for only a fraction of the cost. In fact, this conference is currently selling for $97, but because you're listeners to One Extraordinary Marriage, they've extended special pricing to all of our folks. You can sign up today for only $47, a savings of $50 to get all of the incredible content, speakers, interview sessions, and whatnot. Just go to oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash SWS you're going to want to be a part of that conference. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, we've seen the lineup. We know those folks that are going to be there. And, you know, you guys get a lot from us, but being a part of this larger group, life-changing. Yeah, and I'm going to just say one thing. We we hear from so many of you going, hey, do you know of a retreat here or a retreat there? And obviously, retreats are they're, they're everywhere. And, and Elise and I even attend ourselves. So really, if you sign up for this, Treat it like it's a retreat. Treat it like you're going away. If you can, get a babysitter for the kids. Steal away. Go to go somewhere where you guys can watch and listen. Maybe you get rid of the kids. Send them over to to grandma and grandpa's, you know. But really, treat it like you're going away. Treat it just like if Elisa and I go on a a marriage retreat, we we have to get my parents. Uh, Usually, they're the ones who are going to watch the kids because we live here in Southern California. They're here. We go away we're gone you know treat it like that because really that's when you're going to get the value out of it and yes we're going to be there we're going to be doing our sex talk which is awesome and we'd love to see you there so go to one extraordinary marriage.com slash sws 
for that special pricing at $47. So this hug came in and this gentleman says, so many churches and maybe Asian ones in particular give way more condemnations and warnings about sex than they do about its marital and spiritual value. They constantly tell their members, don't do this and don't do that. So when their members get married, they carry fear and guilt regarding sex, knowing nothing else. The only positive thing they may hear is sex is beautiful between a man and a wife once every three to four years. And the result is that non-Christians seem to actually enjoy sex way more than Christians. Why should God's people not experience the blessings of God's creation yeah. when those who don't follow God's rules for sex still are sexually happier? Maybe it's that many churches have actually erred further in the conservative direction than non-Christians have entered it, have erred in the permissive direction. So thank you for being one of the very few Christian shows who show that Christian sex can be incredible. That's right. And for helping liberate suppressed Christians to a blessing that is chronically and pervasively held from them. Well, you're welcome. Because you know what? It, it is something that is absolutely beautiful. And it, you said it so well here. And, and thank you so much for this, Hog. And, you know, the, the reference to Asian churches, you know, I don't know... Um, where this writer was coming from maybe that's their frame of reference but i know it's been our experience too that there have been a lot of churches that we've been in that err on the side of conservatism and um, so i thank this writer for just sharing with us his own experience and allowing us to just be a part of opening up that world and saying you know what sex between a husband and a wife is a beautiful thing and is absolutely something that should be enjoyed and should be fostered. And you know, we're going to dig into that a little bit mm-hmm. yeah, tonight let's do with it. this idea of regular maintenance. And this came up because Tony and I were having a conversation, and um, I was talking about some of my coaching clients and how they've opted to be on a regular maintenance schedule with me. You know, we have monthly calls or quarterly calls because it just keeps them chugging along. And I said, you know, it's kind of like it's kind of like an oil change on the car. Right, there are certain things in life that we do regularly. Right? You know, every three to five thousand miles, either your little car warning light comes on or you look up and you see the sticker in the windshield and you're like, Oh yeah, oil change. Or, you know, you get the reminder from your dentist every six months, Hey, come and see us, we need to clean your teeth. Your uh, general practitioner, your medical doctor sends you the reminder once a week, or if you've got kids, you know, they go in for their well child checkups once a year. I mean, there are certain things that we do. We go to continuing ed courses to maintain our careers. We, you know, we do all of these things on a regular basis. And what's the reason for that? Right? We do it because they help us stay on the path that we want to be on. We want to keep our kids healthy. We take them in to have the doctor, you know, height and weight and make sure everything's going the way it's supposed to be going for their projectory or projection. You know, for our my teeth, you know, I'm the I'm the gal that's in there every six months. It's like clockwork. The dentist sends me the card. I call and make my appointment. I'm there. Why? Because I'd like to have these teeth for the rest of my life. And Elisa in the past has had a lot of cavities. So we're going we're gonna to protect True transparency teeth. here. And I finally have a dentist that's got me on a you know path. But that's not the point. And, and even with well, your car. Well, it sort of is the point. Yeah, and yeah. even with your car, you, you bring it in. You, you get the oil change because if you, if you know anything about cars, if you don't keep the oil in the engine clean and working, it's going to seize your engine and it's going to stop and it's not going to be a good day. It's preventative maintenance. It's maintenance that, you know what? You can go get it done at 
any of the places around your town and in 15, 20 minutes it's done. And while you're there, they'll even let you know of other issues. Or you may have a mechanic who you go to regularly who takes care of it. Or you may be just one of those guys or gals who just likes getting in, in and under the hood of your car and getting a little dirty and cleaning it and changing the oil yourself. And I like what Tony said there, you know, because he brought up the fact and this happens so often in our marriage. You brought up the fact that you go in there and a lot of times they're like, hey, your air filter needs to be changed or, you know, you're low on fluids or, you know, can we do this? Can we do that? And sometimes the answer is no. But I always walk away with, oh, here's my laundry list of things that I might want to get checked out because these are just, you know, things that might be on the cusp of being a problem. Mm-hmm. And I get to choose how I want to respond to that. Well, that's the same thing with bringing regular maintenance into your marriage. Because what I'm finding more and more, and Tony and I see this in conversations that we have with couples, whether it's via email that you guys send us and just letting us know what's going on in your marriage, or you know we're on a coaching call, or I'm just out and about and having a conversation and tell people what I do with One Extraordinary Marriage. And people are like, yeah, you know what? Ooh, things are really bad. Mm-hmm. And so you know, the question that I typically come to is, well, you know, are you doing any type of regular maintenance for your marriage? And they look at me like I've sprouted three heads, right? Like, what do you, maintenance, what? This is my marriage. Like, why do I have to maintain my marriage? And in the back of my head, I'm thinking, because your car is, your marriage is about to seize just like your car would if you didn't change the oil all the time, Mm -hmm. right? And so, you know, what does that mean, right? Because we're seeing all of these marriages where maintenance isn't a priority, right? Where where it's more important that every 3,000 miles when the warning light comes on on my dashboard that my car is in there. But when a warning sign goes off in my marriage, you know, just the regular, hey, you need to, you know, check engine light, get your oil changed. I'm not doing anything. Nope. Right. Why is the car more important? Right. We still need maintenance. Like my body needs maintenance to make it to 80 or 90 just because I've got good genes doesn't mean that if I don't take care of this body, it's not going to happen. Yeah, you better be taking care of it because we got to have sex while we're 80, when we're 80. And there you go. In another 40 years, you can tune into the One Extraordinary Marriage Show, and Tony will probably still be talking about having sex with me, and then he's going to probably tack on another 20 years. Hey, you got to stay healthy because I want to go to 100. <laughs> Maintenance, right? <laughs> we're talking about it, so maintaining. But absolutely. You know, I... I look at so many people around and we've, we've done this ourselves. We're, you know, climbing the corporate ladder. That's important. So you know what? If I need to go to a conference, I'm going to a conference for work, right? I, I got to go. And, you know, uh, this is, I, I got to go to take this class at the gym because this is going to help me get faster or stronger or better or whatever. So I got to go do that. And, you know, our kids, well, the kids need lessons because, you know, they're going to be a better athlete or they're going to be a better musician or they're going to be a better artist. Right? So we're doing all of these things to build up the stuff around us, to pour into these things and these people and this stuff. And yet at the end of the day, where's the investment in your marriage? Hmm. Right? Because taking care of all these things, taking care of the car and taking care of and taking care of your health is an investment in your marriage. But it shouldn't be the primary. Like you gotta take care of the relationship, right? You gotta take care you gotta have both. Take care of yourself and take care of the relationship. Mm-hmm. The kids go into lessons, the corporate conferences, all of these different things aren't necessarily an investment in the maintenance of your marriage. They're, they're not an investment in the person that you crawl into bed with every night. 
They're not an investment in fostering the communication and fostering the sexual intimacy and fostering the financial and the spiritual and, and the recreational intimacy. If you're not maintaining this relationship, folks, I'm telling you, it's going to be like that car on the side of the road with the hood up, the blinkers on, and the roadside assistance pulling up, mm. hoping that they can take care of the car and that it doesn't have to be towed away. Right. And I think what we need to address here are, you know, so often we're just rolling through life. We're rolling through life and we're not paying attention to the warning signs. You know, luckily for us in a car, or most cars anyways, lights will come on. You know, something will tell us, hey, there is an issue here, you know. And so in our marriage, those warning signs don't necessarily just get to, they just don't show up. We don't have a dashboard in front of our face that just goes, hey, right now, your sexual intimacy is really low. Like, it's just really, really bad. So let me tell you, here's a warning sign. If you haven't had sex in a while, the light is on in your dashboard. If you haven't talked in a while, if you haven't had more than a conversation that goes deeper than work, kids, laundry, chores, bills, yeah. bills you know, that is a place for both of you to be going ding, ding, ding. Maybe we're not spending enough time in our emotional intimacy right now. Maybe we need to do a little maintenance here. Like, what do we need to do so we're able to connect emotionally again like we did when we first met? If you can't remember the last time you went on a date, your date light warning signal is on on your dashboard. Okay. And some of you are like, ha, 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 okay, Tony and Lisa, that's kind of funny, right? Like all these dashboard lights. I'm telling you, they're going off. Okay. Because you know that I'm talking to you. And uh, let me bring up something else even too, though. If you're having physical, like physical outbreaks. If there's something that's happening even physically within you, you can sense that happening and you can't remember, you you can remember a time when that didn't happen. And yet now when you approach your spouse, Mm. there is a a reaction. Mm -hmm. That's a warning sign, folks. You know, if you're having, you know, outbreaks, sweaty palms, if upset stomach, upset stomach, if any of these are happening and, and there's a myriad more, I mean, there's plenty more. I'm just, we're trying to get some here off the top of our head. If these are happening, these are warning signs. And, and I'll tell you, when we went through our short sale, th- there were a number of warning signs that were going off in me, in me personally, I had um, a really bad reaction in my mouth. I mean, my tongue was just super just messed up um, to the point of like anything that had salt in it was, it would just explode in my mouth. I couldn't taste food. I had a skin reaction, a physical reaction even, you know, and a lot of this was the short sale of the house. And yet some of this was also that I wasn't expressing myself to Elisa. We were we weren't talking about our finances. You know, we 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 were sort of skirting it, trying to talk about it, but not really. So these are just examples of what has happened in my own life and those warning signs that have gone off in past years. And some of you, I, I'm going to go back to this car analogy. Some of you see that light come on, the warning light that says, "Hey, there's something going on here. Get me checked out." 
and you ignore it. How do I know this? Because I have run out of gas on the freeway before. And, and that only happens after the light goes on and you've driven another 60 miles. And you Ignored still it. ignore the warning signs. So I, I, I'm familiar with ignoring warning signs. And I know a lot of you are too. Because we get the email saying, I didn't think there was a problem. Or they said there was a problem, but I didn't think it was so serious. Mm-hmm. Or, well, I thought I had more time to work on this. Right. Okay. Regular maintenance helps to avoid the crisis. Your engine isn't going to seize because you haven't changed the oil if you regularly change the oil. Your marriage isn't going to seize because it is, doesn't have attention if you regularly give your marriage attention. Okay, those two things, those relationships are real, guys. Okay, and so you need to have maintenance built in to your relationship and and not just maintenance for your sexual intimacy, right? Like we don't just check in once a week and we say, you know what, I've been listening to Tony and Elisa and we've, you know, decided to do the intimacy lifestyle. So we're good for the next 50 years. Like this is going to be our plan. Now, I will tell you, we've been doing the intimacy lifestyle for seven years, six, six years. And just yesterday in the shower, Tony's like, I think we need to, we need to change this a little bit. Like, let's revisit this, right? Let's, let's change it up. And so we're going to start experimenting with that. And we'll let you guys know exactly what that looks like if it comes to fruition or if it's just another time we tried to change it and we went back. But, but here he is. He's saying, let's put some maintenance into this. Let's just not have it be so routine that we're not paying attention to it anymore. Right? Finances. Don't let your finances go on autopilot. Okay? Finances on autopilot lead to, it can lead to irresponsible spending. They can lead to lack of savings. They can lead to secret spending. I mean, all kinds of things can happen if the two of you aren't checking in. I've got one couple I'm coaching. They're so cute. I was talking to them a few weeks ago. And she's like, it is amazing. We got on a cash plan. She goes, we're not making any more money, but we feel so much wealthier because you know what? We have more money at the end of the month. Mm. Why? Because they put regular maintenance into their financial intimacy. Mm-hmm. And now they've assigned their dollars homes and <laughs> tell their dollars where it's going to go instead of just waiting till the end of the month and hoping there are still dollars left for their home. Mm-hmm. And maybe some of you are just dry spiritually. Maybe you're at a spot where you're just like, man, I keep coming, you know, on bended knees and I'm praying and yet you just feel dry. Maybe this is a time to really look at, you know, how are you praying with your spouse? Are you praying for your spouse? Are you praying with your spouse? Are you even praying? Right. And so, you know, in each area, in each intimacy of our marriages, maintenance is required. Maintenance is needed. And so... You know, just like what we talked about for the for the sponsor hug at the top of the show, you know, sex without sheets is one of those times that you can come in and you can do maintenance, right? You can do maintenance on your marriage together and in a place where as a, you know, marriage retreat, you don't have to go somewhere and spend like I've said, Elise and I have spent anywhere between five and a thousand dollars, five hundred and a thousand dollars. I mean, you can come in and get maintenance on yourself, on your marriage, you know, and move forward from there. So, what are some other ways? I, I, I want us, I want us to go into some ways now where you guys can get regular maintenance. It doesn't need to just be a marriage retreat, obviously. 
That's one of many ways, but we're going to go into some other ways that you can do maintenance mode on your marriage, you know, monthly, quarterly, yearly. Well, let's start with some of the things that you need to be doing monthly. Um, one is date night. I, I'm not going to back down from this. I have like every couple I coach, everybody I talk to, are you dating your spouse? And this can be, again, from youngins to, to kids that are in our age group where we can leave them now for a couple hours to, to olders. You guys got to do it. When our kids were young, the way we did date night, got them to bed. First, first one of us who got the kids to bed, we would run. Now, this is if we wanted to just go buy something for dinner. We would One of us would just run to the store. We already knew what we were going to do. We'd run down, go grab it, come back, set up picnic on, on the living room floor. Mm-hmm. Candles, whatever. When the second person is done putting their kid to bed, they come out. The first person may already be there, may not. Th- there you are. Th- that's a date. Turn off all your junk, all your electronic you know, information, and spend 30 minutes, 40 minutes together. Mm-hmm. For some of you whose kids are getting older, you just need to put it on your calendar. You, you need to schedule it and not just, oh, it might happen. No, it's not going to might happen. It's not going to happen unless you put it on your calendar. So put it on your calendar and make it happen. For those of you who have even older kids, you know, you, you have the most flexibility. And yet sometimes you don't because you're driving them here, there, and everywhere because they're not driving yet. Maybe, you know, one is, one isn't. You guys still need to make that happen. And again, dates don't always have to happen at night. They can happen in the morning. You can go do a Starbucks run. You can do a coffee run. You can do a lunchtime date. Don't get boxed in that it only happens at a certain time. And only at that time are you able to spend time with your spouse. And for those of you that don't have kids, you still need to date each other. Yeah. Because yeah, I hear from truth. I hear from a lot of folks that either don't have kids or are empty nesters and they don't date. I'm thinking, are you kidding me? I'm not every night's gotta be a date, but like go out and do something or be together and just focus on each other. Yeah, it spruce yourself up. You know, go out, make it an event. Go dress up. Go go do something. It, just because you're at home. You know, Lisa and I get a lot of time now when kids are, especially in sports and doing things, we get a lot of time here at home alone. That is not considered a date time for us. By choice. By choice. By choice. That just isn't something that we're like, oh, okay, we're going to just hang out and and do some work together. That's not date. I mean, we like to go, hey, and if it is, we're going to make sure we know it is. Right. This is time for us. And yes, we're going to do it at home or we're going to go away. So just... So maintenance there. Maintenance. So that's a lot of your emotional intimacy, your dating and things like that. Uh, Emotional intimacy. You also got to have regular scheduled conversations. You know, a lot of you have picked up connect like you did when you first met Mm -hmm. and are using that to either have a, you know, 10 to 15 minute conversation. Some of you are using it every day. Some of you are using it once a week. Some of you have got some kind of hybrid system there, but you're using it. Right. Yeah, and if you haven't picked it up yet, go to connectlikeyoudid.com. You're going to find it there. But this is a conversation starter. It's a tool that you can use to just ask and answer questions. Why? Because too often when we're not in maintenance mode, we're only talking about the kids, the bills, and what needs to be done around the house. Well, you could talk about that to the garbage man, honestly. You know, instead, get deeper with your spouse, but be intentional about that, guys. Don't just leave it to chance like, oh yeah, someday we'll get to talk about our dreams again. 
that someday, that's now. Mm-hmm. Maintenance starts now. The other thing that you need to be doing regularly, weekly, is some form of the intimacy lifestyle. Right? You got to work on your sexual intimacy, guys. It has to be a priority. Why? Because physical connection matters. It is the one thing that we should be sharing exclusively with our spouse. And because that's within the framework of marriage, you know what? We got to be doing it. And, and another way to do maintenance on that is you can do a seven days of sex challenge once a year. That's something that Elisa and I still do. Mm-hmm. We've only missed it once in the last seven years. And so, you know, that's a maintenance for us. We, we, we put that on our plate in our marriage every single year. That is maintenance. It, it challenges us each and every year to do it. So, you know, parlaying that with the intimacy lifestyle mm-hmm. brings those two together. So, you know, that covers, well, financial intimacy, I also want to hit on this. Monthly, you guys should be going over whatever your cash flow plan is. However, you're allocating your dollars, looking at what's coming up over the course of the year, what's coming up the next month. Christmas does show up every year in December. So if you'd like to start planning now, this is a good time so that you have money in December and you can allocate that without stress. Mm-hmm. You know, be doing these things on a daily, weekly, monthly. And I also want to hit on spiritual intimacy. You know, Tony mentioned praying, praying for one another, doing that daily, going to church together once a week, being in a, a connect group or a small group where you're meeting with other folks that are there to help build and encourage you. These are all ways to deepen your spiritual intimacy. And so we're talking about all these different things that happen daily, weekly, monthly. And then quarterly, you know, what I tell my coaching clients is, you know, working with me on a quarterly basis is like getting that tune-up, right? That regular oil change. Somebody that you know that you're going to be able to bounce ideas off of. And, and, you know, it's so great because when my coaching clients get to a point where they're in maintenance, it's not that they're coming to me because things are still like, ah, what do we do? It's, no, things are good. We want to keep them on that track, right? And a lot of you that have marriages that are, they're good, they're not great yet, maybe it's because you need a little bit of an oil change, right? You need a tune-up just to say, you know what, what what are the tweaks that we need? You know, it's like I said, when I go into the oil change place and the guy gives me the list of things that says, hey, Mrs. DiLorenzo, you might want to check on these things. I'm like, oh, okay, let me, let me file that away and figure out which ones I'm going to work on first. Same thing with marriage coaching. If you've already got a marriage coach, stay working with them and, you know, build that into your maintenance. Consider mm-hmm. that marriage maintenance. If you don't, get a coach. Get someone. You do it for your finances. You do it for work. Why not do it for your marriage? Mm-hmm. And then once a year, find a conference or a retreat to go to. You know, we've made it easy because we've told you about Sex Without Sheets that's happening on June 6th. And we were able to secure some <laughs> rock bottom, you know, crazy good pricing on that. So that's almost a no-brainer. In fact, it should be a no-brainer that you guys just join us for that. You know, it's $47. Honestly, if you got one nugget that day for $47, it'd be worth the price just to change your marriage and take it from where it is today to one notch better. Mm-hmm. You know, if it's not sex without sheets, then find another conference that you want to actually physically attend in your area. Yeah, it can be anything from a, an evening deal to a half day to full day to, to a weekend. You know, but here's the thing, though. With any of these, you have to go out and be willing 
to find it and look for it. And if it's not in your area, you might have to, you know, you may have to go outside of your area and seek out something. There are folks in the one family who, you know, live in the middle of the country and have flown to the, to the Northwest. Mm -hmm. We know about one couple in particular. And why did they do that? Because it was important to them, right? Each one of these things, and I hope you've picked up on it. Each one of these ideas for maintenance requires you to be intentional about your marriage, mm-hmm. right? Great cars don't happen because you just kind of let things happen, right? You just kind of sit back and say, eh, you know, if I get the oil change, great. If I check the tires, great. No, you want to keep a car running for 20 years, you maintain it. Mm-hmm. You want to keep your marriage running for 50 years or 60 years or 70 years, you got to get intentional. 20 years. I mean, we're, we're just, we're about to come up on 20 we're about next to come year. Up on 20. I know. You know, we, we have to maintain it. We've had to maintain it. 10 years, five years. It's all the way through yearly. You have to be doing this. Honestly, guys, you have to maintain your marriage on a daily basis. I mean, when it comes down to it, you have to think about maintaining your marriage on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Because if you wait for the once a year or you wait for the once a quarter or the once a month, There are all those days that you aren't working on your marriage. And we love you way too much to not encourage you to make it a daily practice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So if you want to join us, again, for Sex Without Sheets, you can go to oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash SWS. And that'll get you the $47 price to get in. Right now it's at $97. So come join us for that. That's, That's your yearly maintenance right there. Whatever you choose to do, as you listen to this show, I'm sure something hit you. Something just tapped you in the heart and you said, you know what? That's what I need to start doing. And I need to talk to my spouse this week about this so we can start maintaining our marriage, so we can have the extraordinary marriage we desire each and every day. So don't wait. Don't sit around thinking, should I or shouldn't I? No, go do it. Take action. Make it work. And you know what? Each and every day you're going to grow. And that's the key. You're going to grow no matter if it's in your emotional intimacy, your financial intimacy, your spiritual, your sexual, your physical. You're going to grow. And that's what you want to be doing. And that's how you're going to maintain your marriage from day one to year 50, 60, or 70. So go out there, you guys. Love on each other. Maintain your marriage for the long haul. We love you guys, and we'll see you next week.